Get set for this episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites, where we'll break down your revision into fun, bite-sized chunks while having a few laughs along the way. For more in-depth online learning, head on over to snaprevise.co.uk and see how our intelligent platform can transform your revision and help you score better grades with less stress. Here's the show. It's almost the middle of winter now, and here in the Snap Revised London office, we look out of the window and it's cold and mostly dark outside. We're all looking forward to a bit of sunlight, just like plants do, and probably you too. And that's just what this podcast is about, the light-dependent stage of photosynthesis. The light-dependent stage is the first stage of photosynthesis, and it occurs in the thylakoids of the grana in chloroplasts. The light-dependent stage can be divided into three steps. Step one, photoionization. Step two, photolysis of water. Step three, the production of ATP in the presence of light. Step four, the formation of reduced NADP. Now, the team here in the office doesn't actually do any of these things, but we are pretty light-dependent too. I really think Florida would be a great place to record podcasts in February. Anyway, next, let's look at oxidation and reduction. Oxidation and reduction are chemical processes that play a key part in photosynthesis. Oxidation is when a substance gains oxygen or loses hydrogen, it is said to have undergone oxidation and is now oxidized. When a substance is oxidized, it loses electrons. Reduction is when a substance loses oxygen or gains hydrogen. It is said to have undergone reduction and is now reduced. When a substance is reduced, it gains electrons. In an exam, remember that reduction means gaining. I know that sounds weird, but it's just a biology thing, okay? It may help you to remember oil rig. Oxidation is the loss of electrons, reduction is gain of electrons. Oxidation and reduction reactions can occur together. One substance in a reaction is oxidized and donates electrons to another substance in the reaction, which is reduced. These are called redox reactions. So, Redox is short for reduction, oxidation. Simple. Redox reactions are not to be confused with redox reactions, which can happen in your bath after you get home from a cold, dark winter's day if you put some bath salts in your bath. Need a break? If so, pause here. Get some Pringles and a drink, then we'll press on. Let's look at the photoionization of chlorophyll. When light shines on a plant, the chlorophyll pigment molecule undergoes photoionization. Photoionization is the first step of the light-dependent stage of photosynthesis. The chlorophyll molecule absorbs light energy. This energy excites a pair of electrons within the chlorophyll molecule to a higher energy level. I don't mean they are emotionally excited. They just, well, you know what? Let's leave quantum physics out for today. Too many quirks and quarks. Anyway, these excited electrons now have enough energy to leave the chlorophyll molecule altogether, oxidizing the chlorophyll molecule 
in the process. As the chlorophyll molecule has lost electrons, it is now positively charged and is considered to be ionized. The electrons lost from the chlorophyll molecule are taken up by an electron carrier so that it becomes reduced. The electrons are then passed along a number of electron carriers in a series of oxidation-reduction reactions. These form an electron transfer chain. It's a bit like pass the parcel if you played that at Christmas rather than Call of Duty. I like both, just for the record. This electron transfer chain is located in the thylakoid membrane. Each new electron carrier is at a slightly lower energy level than the previous electron carrier. Therefore, some energy from the electrons is lost at each transfer. Some of this energy is also used to produce ATP from ADP and inorganic phosphate. Okay, on to the photolysis of water. The photolysis of water is the second step in the light-dependent stage of photosynthesis. In photolysis, water molecules are split into protons, H plus ions, electrons, and oxygen. Light energy is needed to split the water molecules. Okay so far? Now, I have another of those sentences which sounds like a Doctor Who script. Here goes. Transmembrane complexes in the thylakoid membrane contain chlorophyll and the enzyme which catalyzes photolysis. Whoa, if only we were playing Scrabble right now. Anyway, the equation for this process is written 2H subscript 2O gives 4H superscript plus plus 4E superscript minus plus O subscript 2. That's a lot of subscripts and pluses, so make sure you look at the datasheet for this podcast. The electrons produced in photolysis are used to replace those lost during photoionization. The protons produced during photolysis increase the proton concentration in the thylakoid space relative to the stroma. This creates a concentration gradient of protons across the thylakoid membrane with a higher concentration of protons in the thylakoid space than the stroma. The oxygen produced during photolysis is used for respiration by the plant. If the rate of photosynthesis is greater than the rate of respiration, any excess oxygen will diffuse out of the plant leaves via the stomata. Okay, now we'll look at the synthesis of ATP. This process of producing ATP during the light-dependent reaction of photosynthesis can be described by the chemiosmotic theory. I can't believe all these words, but that's what it says here. Protons in the stroma are actively pumped into the thylakoid space by proton pumps in the thylakoid membrane. The pumps are proton carriers, and they use energy to move the protons against their concentration gradient. The energy used to drive this process is provided by electrons produced by the photolysis of water. This builds a proton concentration gradient where there is a high proton concentration in the thylakoid space and a low concentration in the stroma. In the thylakoid membrane, there are ATP synthase channels through which protons diffuse. The rest of the membrane is proton impermeable. These channels are referred to 
are stalked granules. Remember stalked granules, right? Nothing to do with Bisto, at least not today. Due to the proton concentration gradient, protons diffuse through the ATP synthase channels from the thylakoid space back into the stroma. As the protons pass through the channel, they cause changes to the structure of the enzyme, which catalyzes ATP synthesis. This activates the enzyme. ATP synthase can then generate ATP from its constituent parts, ADP and inorganic phosphate. Once the protons have traveled through these channels, they, along with electrons, are taken up by an electron carrier called NADP. This causes NADP to become reduced. Reduced NADP goes to take part in the light-independent stage of photosynthesis as a key source of potential chemical energy. Phew! Well, I think we just about made it through that one. We had thylakoids of the guarana and chloroplasts. We had transmembrane complexes in the thylakoid membrane. We had a reduction that meant gaining. So definitely one podcast that you need to carefully look at the data sheet. And don't forget your stalked granules. That's it for today's episode of A-Level Biology Revision Bites. Are you looking for some extra help to improve your grades, but can't bear the thought of forking out £50 an hour for a private tutor? Neither can we. And that's why we built Snap Revise. Snap Revise is an intelligent platform that provides high-quality, tailored support that is more effective than private tutoring and is available anytime, anywhere, for a fraction of the cost. We have a whole range of amazing resources to suit all learning types, from bite-sized videos, self-marking quizzes, to mini-revision guides and predicted exam packs. We've built extremely smart technology that accelerates your learning by finding your knowledge gaps and filling them. And we have on-site tutors who are available to answer your questions 24-7, so you're never left in the dark. Head on over to snaprevise.co.uk or download our app and get your free trial now. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can get the latest podcasts as soon as they come out. And while you're at it, leave us a review and give us a rating so we can keep bringing you as many free, high-quality podcasts as possible. See you next time.